Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Is it wrong to use the term groomer? I figure we might as well break this mother right down. Because it seems that there is a very coordinated push to say, how dare you say that people who just want children to be able to play, how dare you call them groomers? Well, there might very well be a reason for it. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, what is going on, my people? The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. And that is the number if you follow us over at Rumble, rumble.com slash Tony Katz. Uh, hey, what's up? We are there. You can actually be a part of the show over there as well. Let's start from the beginning. Let's start with at least where I'm at on some of these subjects. Maybe where you're at. Maybe you dis- disagree with me. Willing to go over it. Boys are not girls and girls are not boys and men are not women and women are not men. I start with the J.K. Rowling philosophy. The very, very simple philosophy that when I'm told by somebody like Representative Ocasio-Cortez that men can menstruate, the answer is no. We're not going to pretend that things that are not possible are possible. Only women menstruate. Only women have babies. Men don't have babies. Uh, uh, human men don't have babies. Never have, never will, will never happen. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Everything else is a lie. Now, that's not where the groomer conversation comes in. That's just where the start of a conversation comes in. The groomer conversation comes in, and, and and if I have the definition wrong, you'll tell me. Someone who is considered a groomer is someone who is trying to take a child and set them up for um, their own sexual deviant purposes. Groomers are how we describe people who exploit and prey on children for sex. That's a, a groomer. I don't think I don't think I'm wrong in in that definition. Well, we have seen schools go about this idea that children can determine their own gender. And you take a look at the level of attack against Florida for pushing forth the legislation they did, the Parental Rights and Education Act. And you take a look at the people absolutely infuriated, disgusted. They're, 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 they're apoplectic about the idea that you think that parents should have rights at all. In schools, schools belong to the teachers because the teachers are the ones who who are educated. Parents don't know what they're doing. Well, when schools have what are known as transition closets, well, you come to school, you know, and 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 you and you and you and you wear the the outfit that that your that your parents you know gave you. Uh, but when you come to school, you can change into who you really are. That's happening. That's happening in schools. Well, that's the name, you know, that your parents gave you, you know, your gendered name. But you you could determine your own name and we'll call you that name. That is schools working against parents. That is schools working to cleave the parents away from the child. Believing that somehow children have rights that they don't have. So all of those moves and maneuvers, all of these attacks on parents for wanting to be able to 
have a say in their kids' lives. All these attacks have gotten a response, and the response is, well, why are you favoring sexualizing children? The people who uh, look at the, the, the bill in Florida, which says we don't talk about gender identity in K through 3, we don't talk about it in K through 3. I don't even know why it's only K through 3. Why is it not at least K through 6? Well, if, you're, if you believe in that, you're, you're saying that you can't say gay, and they go about lying about it. And saying it's a don't say gay bill. And I've had this conversation on television networks where people have told me, you know what we're saying when we say don't say gay bill. Well, I know what you mean, but you're lying about what the bill says. Why are we lying about what the bill says? And they don't care. They don't give a you know what. They're more than happy to lie. They're like, F these people. They don't give a damn at all and in any way. It's quite incredible. So what people have started doing is they've started saying to themselves, wait a second. Why are they the ones who get to just say something? Why are they the ones who just get to engage in attack? Why aren't we fighting back? And the fighting back has come through the term groomer. That when you see these people who want to talk about their gender identity, that demand to talk to children about a gender uh, I, I, identity, that, that, that uh, kids can determine this. Well, you're supporting these kids for a purpose, for a reason, and it seems rather duplicitous. It seems rather ugly. It seems that you're trying to get children to make their own decisions, giving them agency over themselves, right? Because that's what it is. You're giving children agency. They can determine their sex. They can determine their gender. They can determine their medical uh, condition and history. And their, of course, medical treatments because you puberty blockers and this and that and the other. And then, of course, children, if they have agency over themselves, they can determine who they love, right? And how they do it. That is not a far-fetched philosophy or theory. That is how it plays out if indeed the objective is children being able to determine their own course, giving them agency. If you believe that children have agency, first, you don't even believe in the concept of children because you're saying that children are adults can make their own medical decisions. Well, if you can make your own medical decision, what other decisions can you make? What other decisions does the child get to make? What is the need of the parent? You move the parent out. The child can then make their own decisions. And of course, the school is best to make that child okay. But the school, as we see, is hiring people in way too many cases, certainly not in every case. And, and, and utilizing and going about philosophies and theories that will provide no value. This is Spencer Cox. He is the governor of Utah. I think you'll be able to hear this. And he's sharing a little message uh, with the ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. I am Governor Spencer Cox, and I have the pleasure today of hosting the first One Utah Student Town Hall. And uh, my preferred pronouns are he, him, and his. I didn't put it that sound effect. That's really, really good. The idea of preferred pronouns. The idea that 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 is telling children that you can determine your gender, that they can determine their gender, and they can't. Right? The job of the adult is to protect children very often from themselves. This is the philosophy. And I believe this is the philosophy of the rational mind. 
But you've seen a lot of these um, cable news outlets and others all of a sudden in the past day, how disgusting it is that the political right is using the term groomer. How awful, how despicable. They're calling uh, these, these, these uh, people, these teachers, child abusers. Well, that's certainly, certainly a strong thing to say. You're calling people child abusers. But a lot of people on the political right are saying, why can't I use this term if this is what I think uh, that they're doing? Why can't I use this term? And I, and I saw this. Uh, this is uh, from Nate Hockman, who is writing over at National Review, and he put out a couple of tweets. He said, broadly speaking, left-wing teachers aren't grooming kids. Gender ideology in schools isn't the same thing as pedophilia. The mainstreaming of these ideas on the right is a great way to lose an otherwise very winnable culture war issue. It makes us sound like the crazy ones. And I saw that yesterday and I said, well, that's an interesting take because he's not arguing that the fight is bad. He's having a conversation about how to fight it. I always appreciate that. Me personally, I always appreciate somebody engaged in that way, even if I disagree with them. This then got followed up by, um, you, 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 may, you may know him, you may not. This got followed up by David French. David French used to write for National Review, and then uh, one day um, uh, Bill Crystal said, you should run for president because Trump's evil, and then David French got into his head that being never Trump is the only way to go, and, well, uh, the rest is just a downslide into absolute horrific content. David French then adds, the slinging of the word groomer or insinuations of sympathy for pedophilia by the same people who spent years standing standing up for the man who appeared in a Playboy video centerfold, Playmate 2000 video. David French immediately connects it to Donald Trump. You see, Nate Hockman... He's put forth an idea, one that we could take a look at and be like, all right, well, maybe that's a point where we could say this or this may be a better way to win it. Or we could say, no, 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 I totally disagree. They're so upset with the term, we're going to triple down because they do not get to set the rules of engagement. Right? That would be the argument. Instead, what we get is David French and these nonsense, horrific never-Trumpers failing epically and trying to get the win. This is trying to, what are you trying to do? Own the Trumps? What, I, what is the value here? What is the point here? What are you getting at here? I'll tell you what you're getting at. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. David French only embarrassing himself. And if he was trying to back up Nate Hockman on this, on this idea, all he did was make people say, oh, absolutely, we're calling them groomers. We're calling them groomers. Ma, we're calling them groomers. And that's the way it went embarrassing and shameful and ridiculous you have these people who are fighting and they're fighting for their kids they're fighting for something that's good and decent and wholesome and and valuable and then you have some people saying well if you're doing that clearly uh you 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 are okay with what trump did trump was doing things with kids what the hell are you talking about 
You, you've totally missed the mark. You have no way of engaging in a normal, rational way, like a normal, rational person. You don't even understand what the conversation is. And we should at least admit that this conversation is extremely serious. Parents are indeed scared for their kids. Parents are looking at what schools are doing, not every school and not every teacher, and they are disgusted. They are disgusted and they are frightened and they are worried. And they're looking at these people. Like there, there was this teacher who, who said, I, I don't like this bill in Florida because I, uh, now I'm not going to be able to talk about, you know, how I spent the weekend paddleboarding with my partner. No one asked you to talk about paddleboarding with your partner. No one. This brings about an absolutely fantastic thread from Abigail Schreier. Uh, who has written about, uh, I forget the name of the book, The Transgender Craze That's Seducing Our Kids. Somebody will let me know in, 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 in the comments. And, and she makes an, an interesting series of points that I, I, I'm, I'm going to get into uh, a little bit later on the show, so stick around. But she gets into this idea that there was a time where we didn't, that teachers didn't share their personal lives. And maybe that's better. And generationally, there are people who might think it's weird that you don't share your personal life like you're trying to hide something. This gets into the idea of concepts of, of, of boundaries and standards and rules and rules that we want for teachers. And what we are really seeing is that parents who seeded education, they're like, you know, we send the kids to school and everything's going to be fine. That's what you do in America. You send the kids to school, everything's going to be fine. And then they learned everything wasn't fine. And they started saying, hey, things aren't fine. And they got called domestic terrorists. And they said, what? And they got called racist. And they said, what? And then they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is our kids. Screw those people. Let's fight. And now they're fighting. And school boards and, and unions and, 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 and the media apparatchik, they are just freaking stunned. They are shocked that people are fighting back against them. Waukesha, that, that, that's, that's Wisconsin people. They just took three people off the school board. They elected three Republicans. Because, well, you can win these races and you should. And you should go about fighting for your kids. And that's what happened in Waukesha, and that's what's happening in other places. Fight for your kids. And one of the things that parents aren't going to be good with is being told how they're supposed to fight for their kids because you won't allow us to use the word groomer. You've decided that's awful. No, what's awful is you hiding that you're trying to transition someone's child. You're taking their kid away from them. You're poisoning their mind. That's horrible. Being called a groomer, let me tell you, that's the least they can do. The very least. But I am willing to engage Nate Hockman in this idea, in this concept about maybe there's a better way, because that's what we should do. Our argument should be, we see what's happening and we are going to not allow it. You don't get control of our kids. We're willing to fight you in the streets if necessary to protect our children. But that does not take away from the idea that there isn't a better way to have the conversation. David French, he wouldn't know a way to have a conversation if his life depended on it. He comes across as weak and childlike and absolutely worthless. If you're talking about Trump in this conversation, you fail. Your Trump hate doesn't mean anything to us. Parents want to protect their kids. 
that's the story. That's the fight. And that fight is worthwhile. So if Nate Hawkman wants to engage possibly a better way, I, I got no problem with that. I want to hear it. I invite him on the show to discuss it. But telling parents are somehow terrible or awful for using the term groomer, especially when the left has united in a fight against it as if on cue, as if they're all in the same cabal, all following the same talking points, all following the same game plan. Nah, that's not a way to get someone to stop. A better argument is a way to get someone to stop. And it's got to have an even better way to talk about these things with the general public so kids can get protected from people who are, yes, looking to abuse them. Because if you let a kid determine their own gender, I argue it is child abuse, point blank. Point blank. This conversation is one that should happen at your table. This is a conversation about how you are going to go about sharing these stories of what's happening to kids and how we have to put a stop to it and how we have to have the protection of children. And if it has to be codified, amazingly, stunningly, frighteningly, it has to be codified by law. Well, then so be it. Let's go do it. Let's go do the damn thing. I have got more to get to. Keep it right here. I'm Tony Katz.